The Big Buck Show is brought to you by Appreciate, investing beyond boundaries. Find out how Appreciate turns your small bucks into big bucks. Appreciate is the investment platform that helps you meet all your investment needs. We offer both active and passive investing products and all asset types from bank deposits to stocks. And it's all available in a simple, safe and easy to use app. Download the app in the Play Store and visit our website, appreciatewell.com for more info. So this is the conversation I had with my mother uh, a week ago. She says, how do the Mehtas have so much money? So I'm like, okay, which Mehtas? She's like, no, no, they bought WhatsApp. Like what? What are you talking about? She's like, no, no, like, did you know WhatsApp is now owned by Meta? Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, get it. I'm like, mom, it's Meta, not Meta. Like, so my mom uses WhatsApp. At the bottom of WhatsApp, it says, you know, a meta company. Hey folks, I'm Shrivo and you're watching The Big Buck Show. It's a show where we tell you how you can start your investment journey and more importantly, how you can turn your small bucks into big bucks. So while my mother thinks that uh, Facebook is now owned by a large Gujarati family, the reality is that Mark Zuckerberg very much controls Facebook it's been renamed Meta, and we'll get into why. Uh, but more importantly, Meta actually has some very interesting social media assets. It has Facebook, it has WhatsApp, it has Instagram. Three linchpins of our digital social network, so to speak. Uh, I don't know too many people who don't use at least one. Most people I know use all three. And our lives, you know, have really fundamentally changed since 2012, when Facebook's adoption, Instagram's adoption, WhatsApp's adoption took off through the roof. So let's come back and talk a little bit about why did the name change, right? You're like, look, I know Facebook. I may love Facebook. I may hate Facebook, but I use it. Why the name change? Uh, the reason is twofold. I think Facebook was having a significant number of PR issues whether it's to do with the U.S. election or it's to do, you know, a perceived association with brutality in Myanmar or whether it's other aspects of polarization through social media across many countries. And I think they're looking to increasingly state that Facebook is more than just Facebook itself. And there's some merit to this, because if you look at WhatsApp, WhatsApp is a huge platform in its own right. In some ways, it's more ubiquitous than Facebook. Uh, in some ways, Instagram is going to become as ubiquitous as Facebook. And so therefore, changing the name kind of makes sense. The other thing that Zuckerberg is trying to do is he's trying to paint a vision of the next revolution in our social networks, which is it's not just about us living our lives digitally. It's about living our lives as if digital was reality. And this is the concept of the metaverse, an online world where we can have real experiences. I know it sounds like science fiction, but given the changes in AR, VR, augmented reality, virtual reality, as well as what's happening and how we interact, right? There are increasingly younger folks, and by young, I mean 11, 12, 9, 10 children who are living much more involved digital lives than we ever did at that age, right? So we'll talk about that as well. So that's the reason for the change. 
again, mom, it's not the Metas, you know, who'd be very excited to on Facebook. It's the change of the name of the company. And there's a broader vision behind it. You're asking, well, great, what does that have to do with whether it's a great investment or not? And a couple of things. If you fundamentally believe that Facebook will become the linchpin of the next iteration of social networking in a way that is even more integral to people's lives, where now they are living their actual lives, not just posting, but living their lives on the social network in real ways, that company is going to be worth much more. Now, is it a world you really want to live in? And is that going to cause even more, you know, dystopia? Uh, you know, with science fiction becoming reality in ways we don't really like? Example, pandemic? Who knows? But from an investment perspective, it's going to mean that any company or any sort of companies that can actually become the basis for our lives is going to be very valuable, right? So it's a pretty bold vision. And if you believe even a fraction of it, it makes Facebook a very viable long-term bet. So let's talk a little bit about the value that Facebook's already created. Facebook's IPO was in 2012. And the value at the IPO was back then a shocking value of about, you know, a little more than $100 billion. And it recently reached a trillion dollars. So uh, it's actually doing quite well from a value creation perspective. The reason I've been talking about, you know, uh, the vision Zuckerberg is outlining and how that could add value is really entrenched in how our eight to 12 year olds are interacting with reality. My son uh, looks at a screen and assumes that if it's not a touch screen, it's broken. Buttons have no meaning because he's never seen a device with real buttons. It's all voice activated or motion activated or you know swiped, right? And increasingly, these are true digital natives who will think nothing of living their entire lives in a virtual or an augmented reality environment, gaming, socializing, and so on. I recently went to a birthday party for 14-year-olds where while they were sitting within three feet of each other, the conversation was all happening through apps on their phones. Now, that's strange, but it's not stranger than us having to wear masks and getting boost shots for a global pandemic that, you know, we've seen in many movies, but we never thought would be real. So science fiction these days has a way of becoming reality. How does Facebook make money in, a, in, a, in the future? How will it make money? Let's talk about that. Today, like most other uh, global technology service providers, right? And Facebook is a service provider, a social network service provider. Facebook makes 97% of its revenue through advertising. All your likes, all your posts, all your follows, all your reels, all of that, all your messages result in ad revenue of some form or the other. That's how it makes money today. Facebook is trying very hard to change that. They're looking to develop gaming. They're looking to develop interactive virtual environments. They're looking to figure out how to use messaging uh, and monetizing that in a way that's not purely ad driven. And I think over time, these efforts will pay off. And so therefore, over time, Facebook's revenue model or how it makes money will move from 
purely advertising to a mix of advertising fees and honestly people transacting right increasingly facebook marketplace and the ability to sell through facebook is becoming more important more importantly as facebook has demonstrated make some pretty reasonable bets when it acquired whatsapp uh, everyone thought zuckerberg was overpaying if you now look at the reach of whatsapp and what it's doing you'd be quite comfortable saying man that was a steal right the 18 billion you paid for whatsapp you know that was a great move and i expect facebook which has a fairly strong cash position to continue to make bets in the space and really look to cement its position as a linchpin of the future social network of the world so that comes down to how should you think about your strategy as it relates to facebook And again, I've said this before across a bunch of our trillion-dollar club players. If you fundamentally believe that this is a company that will continue to be ubiquitous, and I, for one, think it's likely, then make a bet, and it's a fantastic long-term play. If you believe that there are chinks in the armor, and I'll give you an example of a chink in the armor. increasingly while a lot of the world is on facebook there is also some early signs of disenchantment right the number of active users isn't growing as strongly people are moving to other platforms and there is some element of increasing awareness that hey this is disrupting my life and disrupting in ways that i don't like i'm talking about polarization i'm talking about you know likes really amplifying content you don't want to see or you don't want your kids to see and so there is some of that dynamic that poses a real risk there's a real reputational risk there's a real regulatory risk increasingly facebook is coming under scrutiny for antitrust regulators across the world and maybe someone will bite the bullet and you know regulate facebook in a way that it doesn't want to be regulated so there are some real risks if i were to be honest I am not as bullish about Meta as I am about some of the other trillion dollar club members. If you look at uh you know we've covered Google, we've covered Microsoft, we'll be covering Amazon, some of those companies I think have stronger foundations and many more legs, but you know, if you're making sure you have a portfolio play, Facebook could still have a real place in your portfolio. It's it's seen pretty strong returns over the last decade i think it's showing you reasonable returns year to date uh and really the question is do you believe that it has a place in your portfolio and most you know reasonable people would say yep place a bet but don't you know put all your investments in it for sure so as you can see i'm a bit more uh, balanced uh on this trillion dollar club member uh so you know you may have made up your mind that hey i want to invest in facebook That's great. If you do, uh you can go to my favorite app, appreciate and quickly type in Meta and execute a transaction in one click. If you haven't and you'd like to know more, you can do what you uh did for other stocks and you know, type in either Facebook or Meta or Instagram, see what comes up. You'll see a stock page with that gives you information about the stock. You can understand analyst recommendations and really use that resource to help you make up your mind not now over time as to when the right time is to invest and if you would like to invest you know how do you do that with a better understanding of what you're getting into so that was my take on meta mom if you're watching this remember meta not meta 
This is Shivo signing off for The Big Buck Show. Hey folks, thanks for watching The Big Buck Show. Uh, and tell us how you thought about this episode yeah, in the comments below. Subscribe to our channel, please, and hit the notification bell so you get a notification next time a video shows up. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We have a Twitter channel, a YouTube channel, and of course, also an audio podcast. And hey, continue watching us so that you can turn your small box into Big Buck. Thank you.